0: Welcome to a new episode of the Soccer and Fitness Show with your host and creator of the podcast, Sean Spencer. Um, Today's episode is episode number 16. And I keep saying this, I can't believe how sort of quickly we're we're getting through these episodes. Um, Other news, it's the 1st of March. So for me, that signifies a year basically of of COVID, which, which is pretty crazy pretty crazy and it's also crazy that we're in the the same situation but um i I feel as though that i personally and and also the the world we've, we've adapted well and there's there's been certain sort of benefits that's come of this like quizzes and Zoom and um speaking to, to family more regularly and, and and stuff like that and having a little bit more time to to think of exactly what you want to do. Um so yeah it's crazy. First first of March, which is which is insane. I feel as though um January took a while. February just seemed to a uh, blinked and we, we got through February and now we are into March. So it is monday start of a new month and a new episode for the podcast now those that are regular to the to the podcast will know that now i've by accident got a tradition i wasn't planning on doing this but um like i said in the last podcast i'm just gonna keep it going now because why not um so today Again, it's, it's the evening time, around seven o'clock, and I am recording the podcast with a beer from Carback, which is a Texas beer. Um, it's a Crawford Bock um, from Carback Brewing Company, and that is Texas. Um, again, I'm in Texas, Houston. It's been a little bit cooler today. Humidity's died off a little bit, which is which is nice. Um, I did a big workout yesterday for, it was like two hours of basically weighted step-ups and the humidity was was brutal, so it's nice to have um, a day off from that. Oh, I just got a text message through there. So today's episode is, I think this is going to have to be in parts because there's just there's a lot to say on it and um it is basically about working working abroad and particularly to my situation and a lot of other people, it's um coaches, soccer coaches from the UK coming to work in the United States of America. Now, there's a lot of things that I wish I had known before doing it. Um and it certainly sort of changed the course of, of, of my life for, for the better, but it wasn't always smooth sailing. So I wanted to create this podcast today um, to, to highlight some things that I wish somebody had told me to my younger self, and it would have saved me a lot of time, a lot of um, certainly a lot of money. But we will get into it. We will get into it in just a second. So wherever you are, thanks for listening once again. Um, sit back, relax, unless you're out walking and stuff like that. But um, yeah, enjoy the episode. Here we go. Okay, here we go. So um, before we start, before we start, this the 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 reason I came up with this idea was on my LinkedIn profile on my sort of timeline. Um, somebody had re-shared a message. So the original message was from Neil Neil Connor, um, a foundation and youth development phase football coach and academy manager. Um, And that was re-shared by somebody called Liam Arkley, who is a EFA academy football coach and CJHK Global Limited. So credit to to them to get me sort of thinking on this. Um, and as soon as I read it, I, I reached out to, to Liam and, and sort of said that I, I think I might do a, a podcast on this. Um, and I certainly think I have like a, a lot of experience to, to share on this subject. But what I'm going to do now is I'm just going to read I'm just going to read the, the the post that that Neil that Neil originally sent and I think I think he's pretty much spot on with with what he's saying um, and just quickly to to frame it um, those that are people that are based in in America Americans um may or may not be familiar with um there's a lot of opportunities in in the UK for UK people uh, to come over to the United States of America and and coach, certainly soccer. I'm not 100% sure on other sports, I'm sure that's the case, but um, what I'm going to be discussing is is soccer. And the reason for that is, obviously, the United States is a massive, massive country compared to, to England, but it also has um, this pay-to-play model, so even at the the lowest levels, the sort of the recreational kids levels, um, parents are having to pay for the children to play soccer. That means that that money can be used to hire coaches and and so on and so on, and 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 then that then goes into different levels. So obviously, some clubs want one Dutch coaches or German coaches or Brazilian coaches or English coaches, but it, it helps them boost the programme if they can get um countries that are that are famous for soccer, basically. And it, it would be a similar concept in, in England, um regarding sort of like basketball and and American football. If if an American if an American guy came over to England to coach basketball, you you're just gonna hold them in a in a different um in a different light so before i go into this like i said there's there's a lot more opportunity and for english people or uk people sorry um it's it's an appealing sort of um almost like a working holiday if you like you get the chance to go to a country that you might not have been able to afford or go to and and you get paid for for the privilege Okay, so Neil Neil has said this. So, um, and when I say football, obviously I'm referring to, to soccer during this, but it's just clarify that. Um, UK football coaches looking to work abroad once the market reopens. A few helpful tips before you take the plunge. Find out how long the business has been in operation. Connect with previous employees going back at least three years. Has the company changed names over the years? If so, why? What happens to your pay if operations are stopped due due to COVID? Be careful to move without a full working visa and not a tourist visa. Ask for a detailed breakdown of your benefits. Be specific in the expected working hours and tasks. Uh, Be brave in asking detailed questions about everything involved in the role and don't leave no stone unturned it can be a life-changing experience and give you way more coaching hours than you would usually get in the UK it is 100% worth the move but be careful now the tricky the tricky thing for me with with this subject is uh, I could I honestly think I could talk for weeks on this one particular subject so, but I'll, I'm going to go right back to, to the beginning. So, in 2000, 2005, I started um, at the University of Central Lancashire, which ran through to the summer towards around Easter time, maybe a little bit before that. Um, and I was doing a sports coaching degree at this time, and I'm in, in the first year. And about three or four months before we would split up for summer um a group of different companies came into the university and did did presentations um so camp america was one of them uh challenger was another and another company called mls camps so each one of these were all sort of centered in, in the United States of America and they all promoted working in the United States of America with a similar sort of uh, premise, really. You, you get the opportunity to, to go over and experience a different culture, be in a different country and spend, spend your summer um, making some money and being able to to travel around, which, as you can imagine, as a student, that's that's very appealing because your other your other choice at this point is um, working working in a shop or working in a bar or something like that. There wasn't there wasn't a whole host of opportunities in terms of um, part time or full time coaching positions. And like I said, in in England and the UK, the paid positions are are professional coaching. Positions, so you pretty much need to be at a at a, a half decent club to make any sort of money, and even then, it's it's most likely going to be part time. So as a student, you you you're going to be struggling because you you've not got the qualifications, you've not got the experience. So when, when these companies come in to, to the university, it, it's very, very appealing thinking, right, I can go over to, to the United States of America, which straight away I, I've always wanted to do. You, everybody in the UK is growing up watching, watching movies and want to go to New York or LA or um, all these different sort of states. So it's very, very appealing. Now, the first one and i remember i remember this quite quite well to be honest the first company that came up was one called camp america um and that was if you're if you're american um that was the the sort of the camps were it's sort of centered around a lake and and you do a whole host of different activities um like kayaking and and archery and and all that stuff and it's is twenty-four seven so the the camp leaders would would live at the at the place so you would you'd be basically on call twenty-four-seven. Now that that certainly didn't didn't appeal with me. I, I, I can't sort of be um no pun intended like cabin fever basically. I, I can't be in the same place and it, it would drive me it would drive me mad. Then the second company was was Challenger, um, and that seemed that seemed you'd work you'd work different um, you'd work a set number of hours and you would you'd kind of do it like a camp in the morning or afternoon and then you'd you'd get the sort of the rest of the time to yourself and you would you travel around different locations and the camp would last Monday to Friday and then basically you would move on to the to the next camp um and it, it it looked it looked all right and i i didn't mind it but as sort of fickle as this sounds like the person who was presenting it at the time i don't uh, it, it just didn't click there was just something that didn't sort of resonate with with me personally and then the last the last one was was a company called MLS camps so it was sort of affiliated in some way with the major league soccer which is the national league in in america um and and the people who were presenting it were were very very good in in sort of presenting it and marketing it, and the presentation was amazing. They had they had Coldplay playing in the background, and they had all these like images and like a montage. So uh, straight away it, it sort of pulled me in, and then um, and then speaking to them, they sort of said like you would you would go and work for a different a different team, so like um la galaxy or new york or this or that um and and i i was hooked to be honest straight away i was i was heavily invested so straight away i sent in we had to fill in like an application form which uh which I filled in got accepted um and then the next thing then was was like a, a little interview um I think they came back into the university. Yeah, they came back into the university. I think it was like a week later or two weeks later, um, and the interview. The interview went really well, and they the again they they sold they sold it really well. And I and I was already like super committed at this point. Um, then, then what happened after then was all the. What I like to call the boring stuff. Really, um, they, as a company, were, were pretty professional in terms of they would they sent an email saying exactly what they needed from me. So there was a lot of back and forth because there was different stages to it. So you'd have to send your passport and your qualifications. Then they would come back, and then you would, then you had to. Um, you, you would have to go for the, the the visa and the visa was um like probably the most stressful bit because that then moves away from from the company and it is you dealing with with the embassy now they the company support you whilst you go through this process um but it is it's ultimately on you to go through it so there's there's obviously fees attached to that um and there was there was fees with with joining the company um and they called it like a membership thing and i think it was around like $150 and then you you had to set your appointment up with the the visa and then at this point it started the money that you had to Um, put out started to add up and then there was the 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 flight on top of that Um, and then also where I was I was in the northwest of England to put my visa I had to go down to to London Um, and for a train journey to to London on average is around 100 pounds for for me from from the northwest down there Um, and then obviously when you get down there you eat and and all that stuff so and again, what we need to keep in mind here is like I, I'm I'm a student who's ultimately like trying to just make a bit of money over over the summer, but as you can as you can see, the cost started to add up, and I I want to say it was around I, I reckon it was around four five hundred pounds, um, and that that you had the membership. With with the company, and you had um, you had the visa stuff sorted, um, because of the visa, you got pictures, and it, it it starts to little things start to to add up. So that that goes on, that went on for I would say like maybe two or three three months, and it certainly wasn't certainly wasn't easy. And then at that point, then you um. You put down where you sort of would like to go in in America, and from there they try and figure out the best place to to place you. So at this point, I was I was um, I don't know what the right word is, but I was really excited, but I was also very very nervous at how much money I had I had sort of put into into this and i I couldn't afford to just go to the United States and um sort of use it as like a working holiday. I needed to make a little bit of money from it, which then adds like a different pressure really and and that would be my my first point to anybody who who wants to do this moving forward is you're gonna need a little bit of cash first and foremost to go through the process. Then you also need to to look at your expectations on what you want out of, and and we're talking like a summer a summer gig here. Uh, how much money, if any, you you want to make? Now, if you want to go just go out and, like I said, use it as like a working holiday, then then perfect. But if you're wanting to save a little bit of money, so when you go back to university, you've um, you've got some cash, then. I don't think it is possible to to do that, really. And again, I, I could be wrong, but in my experience, and again, I'm going to do a few parts of this. My experience, I, I came, I came back with like less money, um, and also what what they said to me. And I know every company is is unique, but we we were told to go out with um, enough money that's going to last you two to three weeks. Because you didn't get paid until the the sort of two or three weeks into into it, and I know a lot of people um, had to wait longer for that. And I I think I was like four or five weeks. I I had to wait. I had like a I had a real nightmare with with sort of my experience. But uh, again, I'll get into that in 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 just a second. So, like I said, you've got your outlay for the actual visa you've got the outlay for getting to wherever the visa place is um, all the time that it's taking you to go through this process and bear in mind you, you're in like university to to go through this um again from from my point um, and then from from there then then you pack you pack stuff and you set off on your your merry way now, for me, we we went to I um, think went to New York, and then from New York went to Pennsylvania. Uh, Pennsylvania, we did like um, a training. It was like two or three days, and they sort of talked to you about the expectations and 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 stuff like that. Um, and that that was that was fine. You're in like the university dorms. Um, I don't. I don't really remember having to spend much money in that, if if anything. I think most things were provided, and we just did little seminars on, on sort of what to expect. Um, and it was all pretty basic stuff, like where each state is in the United States, what to do, what not to do, what to be aware of, what not to be aware of, um, and, then, and then from there you basically got a pack a pack, um, like a letter, a big package. And it, and it said where you was, where you was going. Um, and also who you'd be going with. So the, the Pennsylvania thing I was with was there was like, I think it was about two or 300 people there, um, all from the UK, which again was fun and exciting. It's very much that, um, university atmosphere. um, and then I got my my package and it was it was Salt Lake. I was I was heading to to Utah. I had no idea what to, to expect from Utah, to be honest. And again, I only really knew Florida and New York, um, Texas a little bit, DC a little bit, and 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 LA. Other than that, I didn't I didn't really know the the difference between the states. So we we would then go into our groups of of coaches that were going into that area, and there was quite a few of us because when once you get there, then you all split up and go across a couple of other states. Um, so yeah, we got a, we got on the plane, landed in Utah, and um, another thing that I would um, sort of just make you worry of, like when as soon as I landed, we were we were straight into it we we landed from the airport we went straight to enterprise the car rental place and we were then sort of broke up into mini mini groups of like four to five people and um whoever was sort of the more senior or whoever had a driving license was in charge of sort of selecting a car you pick your car and then and then you were you're sort of on the road really we we were told to go and meet at the at the stadium no at the hotel where we got our our sort of gear and uniform and everything and then from the hotel we then had to meet at the the stadium which in this case was real salt lakes stadium but i i'm sort of pretty confident with, confident with stuff sort of such as such as driving but one of the things again like what they didn't really tell us was, we went to Enterprise, we picked up a car, and the car that I picked up was um, Chevrolet Impala, which was a damn sight bigger than any cars that I've been used to in in England. And then, and then you're just told to um, you're just told to drive. Now, again, we, we in in England you drive on the different side of the road, so you got that to deal with. Um, it was it was an automatic car. I used to drive in sort of stick or manual cars, um, and I didn't even the the stick thing to, to move it to, into drive was behind the steering wheel, which took me took me a while to figure that out. Um, and then and then also we had just done a long old flight. Um, We've gone England, New York, New York, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania to Utah, and then you're picking up a car, you're driving on the wrong side of the road. Um and then you're heading to the hotel to just get changed and then and then we were off to, to the stadium where Real Salt Lake were playing a game. We had to watch the, the Real Salt Lake game and then we had like a sort of like a party stroke get together afterwards from there, straight back to the hotel. And then um the next morning we woke up for breakfast and then we got another envelope where it was like um, my first my first sort of um, job posting was in was in Wyoming, um, which was 10 hours drive from from Utah. So I, again, like this is all happening very, very quickly and you, you need to hit the the, sort of the ground running, which again, if you're not used to, it can be it can be a little bit of a shock but again like you're in a foreign country and it's it's all exciting and enjoyable and, and stuff like that um, but these are things that you need to to consider now whilst um, whilst that's happening like you also need to get a bank account which needs to be set up and um, you also need to be paid now don't think for one minute, that just because you got this far that the company is going to pay you straight away because that's not necessarily true, necessarily true. And like I said, it's took, it took me that first time was like five or six weeks. I can't remember specifically, but I remember it being an an absolute nightmare to get paid. Um, and I've been out a few times since, and, and it was a recurring theme. Um, also, you are heavily dependent on um, the family that you sort of stop with. So what, what tends to happen, those that are not familiar with it, is you will go to um, a camp in, in a certain town or village or, or city. And um, normally one of the parents will volunteer to sort of house a coach for the week. Now the parents like it because you get like um, you get an English person or a UK person stopping with them for the week, so the the kids enjoy it, um, and and the parents enjoy it because you get like a little bit of um, sort of crossover between between cultures. Now, one thing that needs to be sort of uh, again, I think this can be explained. Um, better before these jobs are are sort of posted and and everything's agreed upon is every person is is different and so so there's 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 young girls and there's young guys that are um, going off to to america now each person is different and needs a different different thing so if you're stopping with a with a host family like you want to feel comfortable and I would say all in all and I've stopped with quite a few host families over over my time and I would say 90 90% of them have been have been amazing but then you do have the other 10% and there could be a better support in place for that 10 percent, what you actually do um because there was one there was one um case where where i i actually left at five o'clock in the morning i packed my bags and everything and 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 disappeared at five o'clock in the morning to to get away from one house um, and there have been there have been a few more sort of cases like that so again if I was talking to sort of my my younger self, um, I'd be I'd be very clear at what to expect as soon as as soon as you land, what's going to be expected from you, and um, what environments you are going to be put into, because again, America is a very diverse place and every state is different and every town and sort of village within the state is again very very different so don't don't think that the company that you're working for is necessarily going to to be able to place you with the perfect family because what what happens with with that is say um say i'm the owner of a a club in in houston and I want um, to do a camp, and I want UK coaches to come across, I'll contact the company. The company will then go, yeah, of course, like what date? So you say uh, March the 1st, for instance. And it says, yeah, how many coaches do you want? So you say like two coaches. And then them two coaches then come over to, to Houston. And what normally happens is the company will then ask the person in charge so if it's me in charge I will say is there any host families that would be interested in in hosting hosting the coach and then i would send that out to all the people that sign up and they say yes or no um, so there isn't there isn't like a great vetting process for this so again like i was i was very fortunate like 90 of the host families that i got were were terrific and amazing and and sort of I uh, still speak to today, but I also had had ten percent which was uh, terrifying, to be honest. Um, and again, I was I'm like male, pretty confident, and like if push comes to shove, I'll I'll just get in the car and and, and drive off. But I know not everybody is is like that so um again depending on who you are who's listening like that's that's something that you need to be you need to be mindful of and also you also need a bit of money because if worse comes to worse if you can just um if you can leave the host family and and book yourself into a hotel for the time being then then that's going to be like a, a better scenario than than being trapped because you don't have money and, and again, I'm, I'm emphasizing the point that it took me a while to, to get paid because I did have to set a bank account up and then um, I don't know why, but it, it took it took a, took a while to get to get that money. Um, but then when you when you are in a hotel, you have to think of the food side of things. and again, that starts to, to add up and depending on how much money you've took out, to to the united states that's that's something else to, to sort of bear in mind because on top of all this you are you are working and um, again depending on the state it will vary it can be very very hot so you could have done you could have done 3 hours in the morning in texas and it's boiling and then you might have to do another couple hours in the afternoon and meanwhile you your host family aren't on what you expected, so you now in a hotel, you haven't been paid yet, and you only brought out a couple hundred dollars, which is quickly going to go. So these these are all things that, um, again, going back to this original post by Neil Connor. Um, and, and what he was saying like find out how long the business has been in operation. I, I totally, totally agree with that because if it's a new if it's a new business, like they they could just be um just trying to make a quick book, like get a quick profit and, and sort of exploit um you as a coach. So you need to be mindful of that. Um connect with previous employees going back at least 3 years again this is this is like this is really good stuff that again I wish I would have known and as like an older person now you look at it and go well yeah that's pretty obvious like obviously people are going to do that but when you're young sort of a little bit more naive um and at university and sort of want to get away then then these are things that you can miss um and then also, like, as the company changed names over the year, and if so, why? That's like, it's another, it's another good, good point. Um, and I've known, I've known a couple of companies that have done exactly that. Um, recently, this wasn't an issue with me, um, and we're talking like 2006, like I'm talking about at the moment. Um, COVID, what happens if COVID kicks on again and and things come to a halt? Do you just get stranded in America with no money? Um, Be careful to move without a full working visa and not a tourist visa. Now, this this seems really obvious, but you'll be surprised at how many companies um, will try to get you to come to America on... A tourist visa and it can be quite tempting depending on what your situation is back in back in the UK um, it can be very very tempting to just go right I'll come out 90 day visa and and just hope for the best but I cannot stress to you enough make sure you've got the right paperwork it might cost more money it might cost more time but Please, please, please do not mess about with with that. Regardless of who is asking you and who is sort of pressuring you to, to do it, and and regard um, regardless of of the sort of marketing strategy, make sure you've got the correct um, visa in in place. And again, the the US visa website is it has all the information, has all the questions. Um, and answers on there. So if you if in doubt, just just check. But you really do not want to be coming to America on a on a tourist visa to to work. Um. And then what else have we? As for detailed breakdown of your benefits. Yeah, very very good point. And I can certainly a lot of the camps. Um, they will. They will dance around this subject, if I'm being brutally honest, um, because there isn't there isn't many. You're gonna get you're gonna get paid, um, hopefully on time, and then that that's about it. Some of them, the plane can be like coming over to America and going back to England. That can also be a very great area. Who Who's actually paying for that? So so be careful um, reading about that. And then also be careful about um they might say like you're gonna start with a host family each week, which is fine because the host family will also will also feed you, but not and again, that's what I was promised. Um but what happened was there were some weeks where I was stuck in a hotel and um, a lot of hotels don't have any way of cooking food and stuff like that so you're then relying on takeaways and even if you're just getting the like the cheapest uh like a subway like that that starts to add up like really quickly um and if you're with a host family a good host family like you don't have to worry about that and even even sort of camp you might need like a couple of a couple of Gatorades of some water and stuff to just get you through the, the camp. Um, again, if you're stuck in a hotel, like the the price is, is going to start to add up. Um, yeah, be specific in the expected working hours and, and, and tasks. Yeah. This this is, this is really a a good one because, um, and again, from personal experience, you, you get, you get, um, you get pushed I, I got told you'd be doing like a free three hour camp you might have to do like the odd bit here and there but other than that it's it's mainly just going to be three hours a day um perfect but then what, what happened to me is it is they started to add it, it was like, okay, right, we need you to do three hours here, right? We need you to do three hours there, and then it was like we need you to come in on Saturday, we need you to go on the phones, we need you to do this, we need you to do that. Um and it again, which is fine if if it's clear. So I, I, I totally agree with that. Um be specific. the expected working hours and tasks and get that get that in writing um and then lastly be brave and asking detailed questions about everything involved in the role and don't leave no stone unturned um yeah again like i I, when i was younger i'd be very i part of me thinks i I just didn't even want to know the like real answers i just kind of wanted to live in like my um my own little bubble, and just expected people to um, honour what the position and what the what the role was. But when you get out there in the real world, money dictates, and and people people can be um, very different again you, there's a lot of good people but there's also a lot of people that are, are wanting to to exploit you um and then the the final bit you know I'm going to close with this it can be a life changing experience and give you way more coaching hours than you would usually get in the UK it's 100% worth the move but be careful yeah and again like I'm I'm here talking today from from Houston texas um and none of that would have been possible if it wasn't for me doing doing these things and and sort of learning and traveling traveling around i've been very fortunate to to have gone to quite a few countries and worked worked abroad and it all started with with coming out to america um but like i said i i had to learn the hard way with with quite a few things and I, I honestly believe it is it is a great opportunity and it can take you to wherever you want to be really uh, whether that's financially or whether it's like going abroad or more coaching experience but i just i personally wish i had asked some of these questions and being specific and it's going to save you a lot of stress and um a lot of money in in the long run and then also if it if it's not right it's not right and don't worry don't panic there's many many more companies so that that would be my other thing at the time i only thought there was like one company or two companies but as soon as i learned um as soon as i would i'd leave one then another one was there so yeah just find find good people find a good company and um yeah enjoy it it's definitely it's definitely an adventure i'm going to do a couple more of these these episodes because i've got a few more sort of stories um this was all just on sort of 2006 really and and even then i've only spoke about the first the first week of that um so yeah like i said be it, by all means leave um, a comment. I'm on, um, this is on Anchor, it's on Spotify, and it's on Apple, plus a few more. I'm personally on Resolute Fitness Challenge on Instagram. I'm also on YouTube doing fitness stuff, uh, Resolute Fitness. So you can you can find me on there. Um, but, yeah, I will be back soon. So have a good day. Bye-bye.